Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is going on everybody? Welcome back to another very special Lazarus Pit episode here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. Now, this is normally just a Patreon exclusive episode, but because it's Christmas, we're releasing it to everyone. Um, this is Heroes for Hire. I am joined as always by my, my best pal, oh. Mr. Shaw Mead. Shaw, what's going on? I'm, I, I'm not much, Connor. Happy Christmas to you and everyone. So what we decided to do was every single month we do a movie review over on the Patreon um, yeah. and we decided because we had a little bit of a hangout already this month with all the listeners and all the patrons, it might be nice just to release a, our Christmas review, which we, we do once a year, obviously. Be weird if we did it in July. Well, just on a movie month this episode. This is the thing. So this is what, like this kind of format, it's what all of the Patreon reviews are like. Usually they're on movies, I will say, that are a lot worse than this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, any Power um, Rangers Turbo fans in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> so um, we put up a vote during the week and we were like, everyone vote for what movie you would like us to review. Now, I did put up some heavy haters up there, Sean, is what I will admit. Some all of the other um, reindeers, perhaps. I, I actually didn't put up all of the other reindeers, but I put, up, off. I put up Home Alone, I put up Die Hard, I put up A Muppet's Christmas Carol, I put up The Santa Claus, Ooh. and I take... I think I put up the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Um, They're all so pretty elite, those those options, but this, it, it this was, one out. It was a very tight vote, is what I will say. One vote was between the Guardian special and this. Um, this came out on top at the very last second. So we are reviewing The Muppets Christmas Carol, Sean. My God. A film which up until last year I had not seen. 
which still blows my mind because what? I mean this is this is proper elite stuff, Sean. Oh, it's top tier. I will say it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. But I'm also I'm saying that without the benefits of nostalgia. Okay, yeah. This movie meant nothing to me going in. <laughs> And I still adore it. And it still doesn't. It still, I hate it. It doesn't miss. <laughs> um, this is also a massive difference from last year, where we were forced, from the patrons again, they're also bastards, to make us review Jingle All The Way. Did they give us last year the one-two punch of Jingle All The Way in December? And then not too long after we did Wild Mountain Time. No, that was February. Yeah, no. Look, we're not saying they're good people. We're just no. saying they're there. <laughs> we're just saying they're dedicated to whatever they <laughs> want to They be. support us, so we have to like them. But at the same time, they like to see us suffer. That's but true. Sean, they were, they were kind this year. So where would you like to begin with this movie? Now, it's a movie that a lot of people think is like their favorite Christmas movie, like ever, yeah. I would say. Um, and I would be one to say I agree I think it's the best Christmas movie it's the best Christmas Carol adaptation I think I mean, well yeah but it's like by extension I suppose and yeah but it, it's just it's not because it's it's not like they take the piss out of it at all it's played fully serious for the most part. Why Why it works is because, like, Michael Caine, who is in this movie, um, I don't know if you know, is that he told the producer and director Brian Henson before production that he said, <laughs> this is his exact quote, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working with the Royal Shakespeare Company. <laughs> See, that's, that's perfect. That's ideal. That's what you want. Like, <laughs> and and Michael Caine. I don't know. Look, I don't want to insult the man, but I think this might be his best performance of all time. <laughs> I genuinely think, like, he's it's it's one Top of the three. examples you would use. Like, if you didn't know this man was acting against Muppets, you'd think he's in the best Christmas Carol adaptation that's ever been. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy that and like when you see the behind the scenes of how they did it. So some of the scenes say uh, when you see Scrooge walking through the streets, that's literally like they, he has a four foot plank of wood that he's walking on. They have the camera set low, looking up to him because he's meant to be evil. Mm-hmm. But all the puppets are there, like all the muppets are either side of him. But there's a massive hole, like a trench, that all the people controlling all the puppets are in, and yeah. they're like popping out of the trench as he walks past. And like that's a limitation on set design, but it still looks really interesting. And like, yeah, it doesn't look like a flat, um, you know, like a a a backdrop and then just something for the performers to hide under. It looks yeah. like an actual lived-in London street. Also, I, I, I saw a video from one of the costume designers on this, and apparently these are, like, the most accurate period costumes that have ever been, like, put to <laughs> It film. goes way harder than it has any need to go. There's so much love and care put into every <laughs> fucking bit of this movie. <laughs> like, there was no need. Um, now, sadly, um, the, obviously, Jim Henson passed away just before they started filming. Yeah. Um, and so Jim Henson's, de- Henson's death was in, like obviously incredibly sad when it came to the Muppets and everything around that. Brian Henson is the director for this movie. His son. Yeah. And he's the director for this movie. And this is his first movie he ever directed. And it go- apparently, halfway through the production, Michael Caine and him are just chatting. And he, he just just mentions... 
this is my first movie that I've ever done. And Michael Caine looked at him and apparently was incredibly impressed. <laughs> so like, this kid is literally this? just built different. Like. <laughs> um, and so it's kind of like... Um, like when they're talking about Tidy Tim and all that, it's a bit of like, um, it's in memory of him as well. That, yeah. of, of course, he passed away. Which is really sweet. And it opens, I think, with a dedication to Jim Henson, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Um, and and Richard Hood as well. Yeah. Uh, so the two of them both passed away. They were they also performed the ca- all, a lot of the characters. Um, and so, like, I think it's an absolutely lovely tribute. And also, with Brian coming in, this is like his first big fucking... This is his big break. This is his big thing. He comes in and makes a splash that the movie's still talked about now on its 30-year anniversary, which is kind of perfect that we're talking about it now. Yeah, like in 1992, and it's still... Even some of the, like, ropey effects and stuff of, like, green screens and chroma keys and that, it's still charming enough that it just works. Well, a lot of the CGI, Sean, they actually use... This is the first time they ever use CGI to take the people out from the shot. This is something, yeah, because there's a scene early on where Kermit is ice skating around. And I remember being like, I've never seen Kermit's legs before. Yeah. Like, and that makes total sense if they just erase the performers so, around So the them. guy is controlling Kermit and there are like the walking scene when he's walking along yeah. the street and you see his legs. Like the guy is controlling him and then it's all in front of a massive green screen and then they take him away. And then they just have Kermit left. And, like, it's... To be honest, it's fucking seamless for 1992. Like, it looks incredibly good. Yeah, like, it's... I don't know who sold their soul to get those effects done. But, like, it's Jurassic Park level of good effects. Well, do you want to know the budget? Uh, But is it something ridiculously low? Because I would put it at, like... Yes. Oh, oh no, no okay so uh, see now but wait, if you go too low you're thing. gonna make it sound bad could i okay like 20 million 12 it was 12, 12 million fuck they made the whole thing for 12 million that's insane you wouldn't make an episode of like law and order for 12 million now, yeah now. yeah it only made 27 million in the box office really and would, you li- and would you like to know why is because it came out at the exact same time on the exact same week of Christmas 1992 as Home Alone wow. 2 lost in New York so it just got fucking steamrolled and like Home Alone 1 was I mean the biggest Christmas movie at that point like this that was the movie yeah. and this was number 2 and he was coming back to kill some fucking wet bandits and everybody was going to see it. And this so poor it, little Muppets movie just got done by the wayside. And, and it wasn't even that the Muppets are bad. It's just literally bad timing. You come out the same week as possibly the biggest Christmas sequel yeah, of all like time. 92, you're probably like, if, if you're going to a movie around Christmas, you're going to one movie around Christmas. Yes. And then um, that's it. Another good fact about the movie is that Michael Caine actually actively pursued the role of Ebenezer Scrooge in in this movie. So what happened was they used to obviously uh, shoot the Muppet Show in the 70s. Yes. And this was shot in the UK, but Michael Caine was living in the US at the time. However, his friends, some of his friends, Sir Roger Moore, John Cleese, Peter Sellers, Sylvester Stallone... Over the years, they had been like, the Muppets are fucking great crack. Like, that is some of the best fun you're going to have on set, yeah. just doing that stuff. And because he was in the US at the time, he was he felt like he missed out. 
and then he moved back to the UK in like the late eighties. And so this is in the, just around nineteen ninety ninety one, and he he had come back in. Then he heard that this was greenlit in ninety one that they were doing a Muppets Christmas Carol, and he was like, he came to the studios. Apparently, uh, sorry, he went to the film studio with his agent, and they just badgered Jim Henson Productions. Was, I want to do it. They, Let me do it. Let me in the door until they agreed to meet with him. <laughs> That's hilarious. I would. I can't imagine anyone else in the role, though. Is the thing. I think it's a. I think it's a much worse movie with anyone else in that role. Yeah, like you could. You could get a great actor to do it. Yeah, but like it would still be a worse movie. Jared Leto, for instance, in the nineties, he was doing Fight Club nearly in a few years. <laughs> in ninety nine, yes. Yeah, that's the one. Um, but I like even if you got like a, I don't know, like a, a, a Christopher Lloyd. Al Pacino. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Actually, that would go hard as fuck. That would be class. <laughs> but like anyone else, I don't think, I don't think they buy into it as much. I think they're aware that they're in a Muppet movie. Yeah, and there's something about it being, you know, acclaimed theatre actor Michael Caine playing yeah. the role. that it, it gives a, le- a level of credibility to, to the Muppets. I, I mean, it's just genuinely one. I think it's it's my favorite Christmas movie. I don't know where it ranks for you. I mean, it's you like have top all of 10. the other reindeer, uh, all of the other reindeer up top. Probably yeah. Home Alone, and then the Grinch, and then somewhere somewhere in there. It's it's top five. It's top five Christmas. Oh, movies. It's tough. It's tough times. Um, so where would you like to begin with this movie? Is there any I think we've said all there is to say. To be honest, Connor. Thank you, <laughs> everyone, any, for listening. <laughs> is there any particular scenes that stood out to you that like you're like fuck me? That uh, is so good. I will say the best song in the movie is Marley and Marley. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's a, it's also weirdly dark. This whole movie oh. is dark as fuck. By the way. So like it's it's completely gothic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a gothic. Christmas Carol. Um, I remember watching the Marley and Marley scene when I was like, I don't know, like seven. Yeah. And I remember being terrified. I would always skip that scene when we oh, watch it. I would like Connor. fast forward it because I was just scared so of Marley and Marley. It's ruining Christmas. But it like... It's- it's the scene where they tell him, like, oh, we sinned in our past lives and so now we wear these chains. And then they get dragged to hell at the end of it. <laughs> they get like, fucking dragged to hell. And <laughs> like it's, it's a kid's movie. And it's like, it's Statler and Waldorf who are, like, yeah. usually the ultimate comic relief. But it's just this really heavy scene. And Michael Caine is terrified. And, like, he, like the whole scene is shot like a horror movie. Like, it's with him sitting in the chair by himself and the bell just starts ringing yeah, randomly. Yeah, the fire goes out. It's and odd. the fire goes out. And it's just shot like literally Scream is about to come around the corner and stab him. That, like, there's something going on that Mike My- Michael Myers is somewhere around that's about to get him. Yeah. And then, the like... All, I will say all the songs in this are really, really good. Yeah. Uh, like, I think there is an album of just the songs from A Muppet's Christmas Carol. And it's and, perfect Christmas listen. Oh, like, it, it's so good. Like, there's the songs themselves. Speaking of songs, mm-hmm. there is... A, did you watch the extended version or did you watch the normal version? I watched the extended version. Interesting. Is that so, the better version? I don't know. It's just the one extra song. That's literally it. Right. Um, Which song is extra it, then? So the extra song is the song, or the breakup song with him oh, okay. and uh, his his love. Yeah, um, his lost love from his youth. His, his lo- um, Belle, I think her name is. Uh, the song is uh, When Love Is Gone. And apparently what happened is they shot the whole movie 
and they shot that scene with with that song in it. Uh, it's all good. They're about to release it, and just before it gets a theatrical release, um, they're. Uh, the request of Disney chairman at the time, Jeffrey Katzenberg, who considered the song too sad for young children to ever listen to because it was so heartbreaking. It is. It is a heartbreaking song. He decided last, last, last minute, like a week before they released it, that he was like, take it out. And Brian Hansen's like, well, how are we to take it? Just take it out. And so if you watch the non or the edited version, it's like they break up and they, they're in the field with all the snow and everything. They decide to break up and then there's a hard cut and then it comes back to Gizmo um, ah. and, or sorry, Rizzo the Rat uh, and, and they're just like, and they're crying. Ah, okay. I think I've seen that version on TV. That might be yeah, the that's that- the TV version. So that right. is the version that is released everywhere. And they literally hadn't, there was no different, there was no version of that song in any of the productions uh, until 20, until this year, I think. Until this year it was updated. Okay, um, that must be the one I watched then. Because I definitely saw that. That's a good song as well. Very yeah, sad. <laughs> apparently, the only way they found it was they found the negatives of the scene from 1991 that they shot it Brian Henson found them and then they re- they re-edited and then they put it back into the cut but it had been missing for 30 or 28 years or whatever that's huge because usually if something's lo- gone that long it's just considered lost media like it yeah. just doesn't exist so that's huge that they found it yeah it's it's fucking crazy it was going to be reinstated for the 30th anniversary in 2022 which is now so i think literally december this year is the first time it's ever been put back in on any streaming service excellent well yeah because it is i'd forget it was prime or netflix but yeah it's on it anyway um the also i just want to say just while we're on the the christmas past section of the movie with the child yeah yeah that Spirit is the most unsettling thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Fucking creepy. It's weird. It's like this weird porcelain china doll with like flowy capes about it. Do you know how they made it? No. So the go the Ghost of Christmas Past. Their the effects were created by they basically made a special puppet that was operated in a tank of water. And then green screened into the movie to make it look like it was floating. So they put a puppet That's in really water. Clever. That's yeah. That's like, I love that kind of problem solving because you had to do that in the 90s because you like, couldn't. I, they had a budget of 12 million. Yeah, <laughs> they could afford right. water. Like. <laughs> yeah. like, we have a tap. That's all we have. No, no, it was Are rain, we... I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> they had to wait for weeks. <laughs> Just sitting outside. So yeah, they got, a, they got a puppet and they put it into a tank of water so we start flowing and they put like a, a blanket over it. So that's why the flowing uh, movement is there with the ghost and then they green screen that into the movie. That's really cool. It is. It is really creepy. But now knowing knowing how it's made, it's really interesting it, as well. It does look like if the the face is dead, it's clearly a puppet in the face. Yeah, but it's not as like because you're used to like in this world, all of the puppets are really charming Muppet designs. Yeah, that's like just, uh, that's like a cyber robot <laughs> kind of vibe. Yeah, it looks like something out of Ghost in the Shell or some shit like that. <laughs> or Westworld, but like yeah, bad Westworld. The bad Westworld. <laughs> the, and then the ghost of Christmas Present. I love how they did that character. Like he's. Just, I think that's you. <laughs> I, do you know what? 
I think it might be. Just out for a good time. Yeah. Good yeah, time, not fucking, a long time. I think it's always the head of you. <laughs> <laughs> he's the fucking stamp of you, boy. <laughs> like you stick ginger hair on your head, lad. That is you. Man, I gotta, I gotta try that someday. That'll be my Christmas costume. Oh, man. I think you could pull it off. At Halloween, if you dressed up as that, you could actually pull it off. But everyone would just think I'm like Hagrid or some shit. That is true, yeah. You'd have to be very specific <laughs> towards, towards this movie. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the the main strength of this is, like, it sticks so close to the source material that, like, it's so, it's played as... I think, like, it has, like, the most literal lines from the actual story that any other adaption would ever try to. Yeah, and you have, like, you have um, Gonzo, who's, like... Who's Charles Dickens. Who's Charles Dickens. Basically, ex- he knows he he knows the audience exists, and he's yeah. talking to us and telling us this story. But but he's saying word for word what's in the book. Oh yeah. So like and and if you did a kids movie now, he would he wouldn't he judge it up. He he millennialize it. He he TikTokify it oh. just to just to get them involved. I just I, I, I that, yeah, that's a horrible image you just put in my head. <laughs> But yes, they would. <laughs> but but I think it works because Gonzo is Charles Dickens, and then Rizzo is like us, and he's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" But he even says that it's Rizzo the Rat playing himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but actually, the credits always make me fucking laugh because they're just like Miss Piggy playing, like Miss Piggy's an actual human playing yeah. somebody else. I'm like, fuck, what a, what an actress! Fucking My God, you nailed it, lads. You yeah. nailed it. Do you know what I've still not seen as well? Just while we're on this. Uh, Muppets Treasure Island. What? Never. Sorry. I've what? never watched the pirate Muppets, Connor. Sean. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. Sean, we know, we know two things about you. One, you look like the ghost of Christmas present. That's what True. we all know. Two, you love pu- pu- pirates. I do. I was going to say puppets, not puppets. Yeah. Pirates. Pirates, definitely. Puppets. Pirates, pirates is your big thing. Pirates is my jam. Sean, genuinely, Treasure Island is a fucking amazing movie. Is it as good as Christmas Carol? Yes. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I know that's big, but I would say as a movie, it's better. But okay. like Christmas movie, I think Muppets Christmas Carol, obviously better. But like if you're just sitting down to watch a movie in February, Treasure Island is there for the rest of the 11 months. Well, I think I know what's going in the Lazarus pit for February <laughs> of next year. It's so good. <laughs> if anyone's seen it, it's like the big wet thing or the big blue wet thing. And someone's like, the sea? <laughs> that's a reference you don't get. No, I know, I, know, I know Tim Curry's in it. That's about it. <laughs> oh, he's, and he's like Tim Currying it up. You know Is what I mean? He's just he's, chewing scenery the whole time. Oh, chewing the whole scenery, man. Um, okay. It's on the list. So, <laughs> Yeah, so the movie starts, and I mean, if you've read any of the Charles Dickens story, um, it starts, Scrooge, he's evil. Scrooge is a prick. He's a prick, and everyone knows he's a prick, and all the songs are about him being a prick. Yes. And even the song, like, the jokes at the start of, like, the cabbage being like, oh, no, I'm being kidnapped. It's like, great. And then him walking through the street, all camera angles are up. Because he's towering over everyone, and then by the end of the movie, the camera is at the he's at the same level as Carver. Yeah. So he c- he's comes joined down to them. meet him. He's they're all equal now, and they're yeah. all friends. Yeah, um, and so like when he's walking through that ta- uh, little street, like it's a really great intro. Just as like just through a song, and it's a really catchy song. It You've is. introduced the character. He's a bastard. 
this is the deal everyone hates him literally nobody likes him in this whole town some of the choir singers are like maybe he's nice and then they're like nah he's fucking yeah. he's the worst maybe something terrible happened to him no no he's just miserable <laughs> he's just miserable um, and then we have our first like talking scene with him and Kermit in, Bob Cratchit, in the come on now, Connor. Sorry, sorry. I'm, that's disrespectful. Bob Cratchit. Um, and, I, I mean, there's some really funny bits in this whole scene uh, where, like, my favourite is the one where, like, it, they were just looking for some extra cold to put on the fire. And he's like, it's warm enough as it is. And then it cuts back and all, like, the mice all have uh, hulas on. And yeah. they're, like, singing ho- songs because they're like, oh, it's so warm, actually. Yeah, no, you're dead right. Because every time he screams, they, like, shit themselves. <laughs> so they just want to play a cat and just be like, yeah, no, you're right, Mr. Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, I mean, the, yeah, the main thing I wanted to talk about was the music. That, that was, like... I, th- I think that's one of its... Ma- if the songs were bad in this, I think this movie's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it, it's it's not a musical, but the songs really help to get a lot of emotion across and get you from A to B. So if every time yeah. a song comes on, you're like, oh, fuck, another one of these. It's a much worse movie. But yeah. all of the songs could actually be proper Christmas songs just released independently. And really catchy. Movie. Yeah. Like really catchy. Super catchy. Super yeah. duper catchy. The first one, Miss, uh, I don't know the title of Anya, but the one that's like, there goes Mr. Skinflint. That's yeah. the best way to introduce Scrooge. True song. <laughs> here, come, here come Mr. Humbug. Here come Mr. Scrooge. Yeah, yeah if he was a flavour, he'd be sour and all this kind of shit. And then someone's like, even the vegetables don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One of my favourite characters in this movie is the small little, um, what animal is he? The, the guy who's the caroler that he shouts at the end like, you there boy, what day is it? Oh, I have no what clue what that? that thing is. But, 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 but it's so funny when he's like caroling and he's just like, a, a penny for your, for the song? And then he walks away and the door opens back up and there's that moment where he's like, oh, maybe he's changed his mind. He just fucks the fucking reed at him and just knocks him out. <laughs> Yeah, and it's a good toss as well that he gives. Like, it's from the door. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just, for some reason, that character always makes me laugh. It's just such a small part, but just it, it's just quite funny. Um, and so then eventually his nephew shows up and you figure out that his nephew's full of life, loves Christmas. Scrooge, yeah. not so much, Sean. He's, he's not a big fan of it. No, no, and so he's like, oh, you're, keep your Christmas, I won't come to your Christmas, your family's all shit. Uh, I am your family, but they're all shit, just to let you know. I Also, that that nephew is just the nicest dude. Cause, uh, too nice. Too like, nice. He's just con- <laughs> Scrooge is like, literally, I fucking hate Leave you and everything to do with alone. you. Like, I wish you died. Every second of every day, I wish you were dead. Your man's like, I hope you have a lovely day too, uncle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because he's just, and his argument is like, well, look, he has no one. So I'm at least going to try. Even if he says no every time, I'm yeah. going to try. And he invites him to Christmas dinner and Scrooge is like, no, go fuck yourself. And he's like, well, I tried. And then he gives money to charity um, because the two guys show up yeah. and they're just like, do you have any money for charity? And Scrooge is like, absolutely not. Go fuck yourself. Let the poor die and decrease the surplus population. Yeah. The hardest line <laughs> in existence. That's what he says. <laughs> They've come in strong to be like, Scrooge, not a nice bloke. No. Not a nice bloke. Um, he's got a picture of him with sunglasses on on Twitter in a car. That's that's actually that's, his profile image. It's, not a pro- it's just the car is the profile image. <laughs> it's just the car. 
<laughs> and, it, and a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, so then they also have the... So Kermit is basically left there by himself because Scrooge leaves. Mm-hmm. And then you have the little song of One More Sleep Till Christmas. Which, great song. Once again, great song. Um, the, um, also, the ability for Tiny Tim to just break my heart every fucking time. I'll tell you something. Tiny Tim is incredibly sad and heartbreaking for a fucking frog that's not real. <laughs> What's that frog's name as well in, Muppet, in the Muppet's name? Is it Oscar or something? No. Hang on. Kermit nephew right Kermit's son Kermit's <laughs> but not the not the good one the sick one who is Kermit's nephew Robin that's his name he's a little cute little frog boy and he breaks my heart every he's so time sick, he's on Sean. screen he's, he's, he's so, so sick. ill he's he's fully dead by the end of this movie surely <laughs> like he actually does die we, oh yeah like he's it's like there's an empty seat where Tiny Tim used to sit, and everyone's heartbroken, and we see that, and they're all muppets. And he's just he's so thankful to be alive, and he's just so nice. He's happy. Every breath that boy takes is a <laughs> fucking gift from the universe. I'd give him my breath, Sean. You, I was watching it going, I'll give you my you, life. You could have my years, please. You'll do better <laughs> with them. But the, and, he, and even Bob Cratchit, his dad, is just like, oh, we should thank Mister Scrooge because he gives he gives me a job. And he, any money I get is from him. He's like, yeah. be thankful for what you have. As the kid is like on death's door every goddamn second. To the point where at the end of this movie, Gonzo is just like, and Tiny Tim, who did not die? Well, you had to. You had to throw that in because I was still heartbroken. I was like, if he's dying, I'm dying too on the inside. Imagine if the one deviation that this movie made from the source material is that Tiny Tim dies anyway. <laughs> it just, there's a scene where Michael Caine takes a big run up and just kicks him <laughs> over the fucking building. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking yeets him across Victorian London. <laughs> fucking NFL punts him fucking 40 yards. Straight into a chimney. You see all the coal scuttle as he falls down it. <laughs> well, look, he was dying anyway. It's actually putting him out of his misery, That's really. It. I'm decreasing the surplus population, if look, you don't I, forget. <laughs> Bob, give me a high five. <laughs> yeah. Bob? High five, you're fired. <laughs> and he would do it anyway. Oh, no. Um, and so then uh, Scrooge goes home. And uh, he gets met with the Marley and Marley song, which I think is the best scene in the whole movie. It's class. Um, it's so good. It's just them getting dragged to hell and shouting Marley and Marley and all the chains. And it's just shot so well. It is. And like the chains start wrapping around him and he's fucking terrified the whole which time. Which um, like I would I, I, I'm hesitant to get into like, because are we, we can just describe the plot of A Christmas Carol if no yeah. one knows what that is, because this movie follows it, like, to a T. <laughs> to, to the letter. It just has Muppets in it. It just It's a really good rendition of the story. It just so happens one of the characters is Miss Piggy. Yeah, because but it, it doesn't feel, like, dumbed down at all. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, Gonzo says the whole story, like, word for word. It's just, I, I can't believe this got made. I can't believe it made no money, like, comparatively to what it would make now. But, but I think released. since people are like, this is such a good movie. Like, anyone who's seen it is like, this is such a good Christmas movie. Cause, and it's, yeah, and everyone can, like, my granny could sit down and watch this. Yeah, it's kind of like a all crowd pleasers to be like, this is just good for it's, everyone. Yeah, like, the Venn diagram of people in the world who enjoy this movie is a circle. 
like which is interesting because I would say like Home Alone 2 has like is more skewed towards the kids but you would think the movie about Muppets is more like kid facing yeah and even like the, the more recent Muppets movie that came out that felt like it was skewed younger yeah. Whereas this um, is for all ages. So then after the Marley's visit, they get they tell him he's going to get visited by three ghosts throughout the night. Yeah. And they're going to... And so the first ghost is obviously the, the small child. Doll. Yeah. Weird ghost doll lady. Um, and she and him go flying. Um, there's a great cool... There's just a cool, like... I'm, I don't want to say cheap effect, because I feel like that's insulting it. But I'm like... An effect clearly done on a budget, but done really well, is like the very bright light behind his curtain in the bed. Yeah. It's, it's such a small thing that like probably didn't cost that much money to get a big fucking bright light and shine it on the curtain. But it's just a really cool effect. Yeah, and it's it's just a creative way to get around the problem of, oh, we can't show him travelling through time all that well. Yeah. So let's just do it this way. Um, and so he goes back in time to his old school days and he just kind of sees himself as a child being just a fucking whinged little bitch, just, just non-stop doing sums. Doing sums. But he's also like, it's, when it's a kid, like it's, it's sad. You know, like you feel bad looking at him because he just has like no friends and not a great family by the sounds of things. Like the bit is when he's like, "There's John. He was my best friend." And in my head, I'm like, "You didn't have any friends." <laughs> yeah, like it's just, it's it. I don't know. It's weirdly sad to think of Scrooge, miserable old man, as a young kid. But that's the same. Yeah. I suppose with any like, you know, old prick, they were all kids once, and they were also probably a little prick. They're probably a little prick, but sometimes yeah. they were nice and then they got turned into pricks. Mm, maybe there was a bigger prick that made them a big prick because a, they were a prick to them. They're a prick by circumstance. Prick indeed. by circumstance, as we know it an in the business, an yes. Old PBC, as we say. <laughs> as we say all the time. <laughs> um, and so then he goes to see his first job and there's uh, the Fuzzy Wig party, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, which is actually part of the story the, the guy in the story in the Dickens story is Fuzzywig Fizzywig Fizzywig sorry yeah. Fizzywig and that's Fuzzywig of they're course Fuzzy Bear so why not it's, like it's so fucking good there's no need to go that hard do you think they just they, did do you think they, they made that connection and then decided to put this movie into production <laughs> that, was the, that was the only connection <laughs> like, you know what they're that talented they're like yeah fuck it let's do the whole movie yeah we can make it work <laughs> yeah, we will make it work um, and so I just really like that scene where he's about to give the speech and they're like and then you have the two brothers that are just like heckling him yeah and he just gives this really short speech say he's like I just have to do my speech happy Christmas everyone and I hope you have a nice time and then they're just like it was terrible it was ridiculous it was short. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really clever writing and like yeah. accurate to the show as well. Um, and this is where he meets uh, his love, Belle. Yeah. Um, and you see that the two of them fall madly in love almost immediately. Sean, you're thinking maybe this is it. Surely this maybe. is going to last forever. This is going to be the one. This is going to be the one. And then the very next scene that Christmas Past takes them to is them breaking up after several years. It's like showing that it's a few years into the future um, and he's just very business focused. He has no time for her whatsoever. Yeah. And it, like that's even sadder than if they were like, oh, they were together a few months and then it didn't work. 
It's like, yeah. no, they made a go at it and it didn't work. It just kind of fell apart. And that's when the really sad song of When Love Is Gone is played. Yeah. Um, What's funny is I didn't have that song in my version. I watched the edited version. You know the way you fast forward through Marley and Marley? I'm yeah. fast forwarding through When Love Is Gone because I can't do that at Christmas time anymore. <laughs> See, to be fair, the Disney chair was like, kids aren't going to like that. But then let's have a whole song about hell. <laughs> Look, yeah, let's just have, let's have essentially the Grim Reaper show up at the end. <laughs> yeah, the Grim Reaper's in the movie. He's like, let's not have a song about breakups, though. I think he was going through a difficult time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he was. Maybe Jeff was just having a bad time. Take out, take out the song about breakups, but not for me. But um, just just because I think it's the kids. The yeah. kids might get sad. Can, can, can one of the shops in the town be called Jeff is really cool, please? <laughs> Just please, Jeff. I'm not sure that would work with the tone of the. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. I'm the fucking Disney CEO, lads. Right, we're doing it. Do you, um, okay, and he just starts like writing lower and lower checks. It's like and twelve million. <laughs> um, and so yeah, then you have that breakup scene, which is obviously incredibly sad. It makes sense why Rizzo and Gonzo are crying yeah. at the end of it. Um, also throughout this whole thing Gonzo and Riz, like they're constantly just like it keeps cutting back to them and they always just have really entertaining bits where like something happens and they just have to solve it or like Rizzo like can't get over the fence so he has to yeah. climb up and then leaps and nearly kills himself then just walks underneath it yeah I think that's good as well for like the younger kids who are in the audience because it's like okay here's all this like you know, personal character driven story about a man who loses himself and loses love. But then, oh, the rat is doing something funny. The, so the rat's tail is on fire. Now oh. he's made of ice. Now, now he's beat him off a table. Yeah. So it's just like, it, it keeps it, it's kind of like beats in between all the drama where you suddenly remember, oh no, this is a Muppets movie at the end. I do of the also day. like that he pushes him into the bucket of ice and then yeah. the next scene is like just a full block of ice. And when he saves him, he's like, I guess I should thank you for that, but like, you did push me in. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what can I, what can you we did really set do me here? on fire and then push me into the ice. So I technically wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you, but thank you, I suppose. It's like you stabbed me and then stitched up the wound. Like I'm grateful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then he goes back to the to the bed and ghost number two shows up Sean we our got best friend y- yourself shows up your ginger brother shows up <laughs> um, and uh, th- he, this is the ghost of Christmas present and I just feel like they do a really good job of just humanising Scrooge almost immediately after he sees all the sad stuff because even like the dumb joke he makes with the ghost of Christmas present about like the brothers and sisters. Oh, he's like, I had, I've had, I, oh, uh, 1800 of my brothers have been before me. And yeah. Scrooge's like, imagine the, imagine how much it must cost to feed them or some shit but like it's, that. It's a really terrible joke, right? But it's the first joke Scrooge makes all day. Yeah. But then what, make, what makes it more enjoyable is that the ghost of the Christmas present burst out laughing like it's the funniest thing he's ever heard because he's like he's breaking down barriers let's just be laughing at him because he just he just wants friends he's making an effort <laughs> like yeah it's the first like attempt at connection that we've seen Scrooge yeah. make at this point and and the present and the ghost number two is really nice and so he's just like yeah let's fucking I'm just gonna have a laugh at that dumb joke <laughs> let's yeah. do this so like, let's um, enjoy all the time I have <laughs> So we still have some sad scenes to follow, though, because then the, the ghost takes him to, like, his nephew's 
Christmas party and they're like an unwanted animal at Christmas who could it be they're playing a guessing game um, yeah. and, the, and the answer is screwed and it's re- it's actually it gets more heartbreaking as he gets happier or like nicer and you see how the world perceives him yeah and like he has to see that to understand the way he's acting kind of but yeah. it is sad because he is just happy to see the games being played and stuff and then <laughs> It's like he realizes, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the beast at Christmas. Yeah, um, and so then, yeah, we have the Christmas. This is actually the introduction of Tiny Tim that they go Fuck yeah. to the house, and you have I'm going to say Kermit, just boy with me, um, and Tiny Tim. They're coming their way. Ho- they're on their way home, and they're having a sing song, um, and it's just a really lovely moment. And Tiny Tim's the cutest little child ever, and I would die for him. Absolutely, but I would kill for him as well. I, I would kill anyone for him. But I'll fight any um, man or child. <laughs> and I mean, it's just a really also introduction of Miss Piggy in a Muppets movie, like thirty nine minutes in, which is crazy. Yeah, I feel like Miss Piggy is such a specific character that I feel you need to like get people bought in on the movie before you really like let her loose mm. <laughs> yeah because she, she's she's like so like <laughs> yeah, that's just, a really good miss piggy <laughs> thank you i've been working on it um also the daughters are very funny because they're constantly doing the same thing yeah um and it's just i mean it's so silly but also it's heartwarming to watch because you're like oh that's it's harmless fun Let's let's just make some silly jokes. Why not? Yeah, and Scrooge is like incredulous as well about how the Cratchits live and like how Tiny Tim is still alive. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, but where's what's the food? What's happening with the boy? What's going yeah. on with him? He doesn't understand. There's other people, and they they might not be as well off. I don't yeah. I don't understand what's but happening. He pays his wages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and then they have the song wherever you find love. You'll find Chris. So I think originally when love is gone is meant to then be followed by wherever you find love. Yeah. So it's like a one-two punch. So Scrooge had this instance of lost love, but that's not the only love that there is. That's not the only love that a man can find, Ebenezer. Mm. Um, and then, they, of course, you have uh, Bob Cratchit is like, the founder of the feast, Scrooge, let's thank him. And Miss Piggy's like, nah, man, it's a fucking yeah. dickhead. But Bob Cratch is like, no, 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 come on, come on. Toast and then to Tiny Tim, then Tiny Tim has to sing a song of blesses one and all because he's just the cutest little oh, boy in the whole world. It's the cutest song you've ever oh, heard. Fuck, he'd win American Idol in seconds. So oh, that in a fucking heart. In a heart, just but only if just he's that- the frog, not if he's like a human. No, I don't care about the human, but if he comes under the frog with a crutch, I'm voting for him, Sean. I don't even live in America. And this is where I think. Ebenezer Scrooge decides, I am going to save this child's life. This this one child. I will kill every other child to save this child. And I have killed many children. <laughs> I've kill, killed before and I'll kill again. Do, um, there's a thing, sorry, earlier on in, when Marley and Marley was happening, there's a thing where like they demolished the orphanage or something. <laughs> and they just yeah. left the kids outside to get frostbite. <laughs> they're just like I love the I just love the fact that they're just like the biggest bastards. Yeah, they're just cartoonishly evil. Like just every bad thing that you could ever do, they've done, yeah. and they just that laughed while they were doing it. So I mean, like, why not? I think it's perfect because they're meant to be like they're just three Hitlers walking around, just being like the worst people ever to live. And this is the one time Scrooge is like, actually, hmm. I might be, 
Am I the baddies? Am I uh, the problem am I, here? Am I? <laughs> am Taylor I the problem? Say. <laughs> as T Swizzle would say, am I the problem? That's the lyrics. Um, the and then the this is why I like the Ghost of Christmas Present as much as well. Is that he's like visibly decaying as the night goes on? Yeah, like and, and the Muppet, the the costume and the design on the on the puppet is so good. Yeah, so like he starts off this big, massive, like redhead, full of energy, and then by the end of it, he's like he's smaller. He's like a graying older man, uh, and he's also a Muppet. Uh, and he's like, no, Christmas only. La-. That's why there's been. He's a eighteen hundred brothers. Christmas only lasts a certain time. Uh, yeah. The present only lasts a certain time, and then it's gone. Uh, and then all you have is the future, Connor. But then the future becomes the present. But then the present becomes your past. So ultimately, we're all slowly edging towards death. Thank God, that's what I said. <laughs> but I'll kill for Tiny Tim. Oh, I'm, oh he's going to get everyone's ears. He's, he's not edging towards life. death in my book. No, that, he's immortal. He's, he's an immortal being. Edging towards life. He's immortal, <laughs> but he's also always perpetually sick. So it's really kind of a curse. It's a weird It's a weird niche that he falls into. He's, just, he's coughing, but he's okay. Yeah, but he's not in a coffin, you know? <laughs> no. Well, he could be in a coffin, but like it's not closed. He's just like trying it out. He's maybe having a sleep, and, and he could be coughing in the coffin. They wouldn't size up a coffin on the kid, would they? Well, I mean, well, you don't have to size it up. Maybe it's a big one. Maybe he's just having a bit of fun. You tell you telling me the Cratchits are going to spring for a big coffin for that kid? <laughs> yeah, giant one. No, my coffin is going to be made out of wicker. So <laughs> is it? Yeah, so it'll easily buy other. No, actually, I'm going to be. Fired into space so I can live on I the I was sun. thinking fired into space for you, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's the only safe place for me. What can do I you say? want me to say a few words or will I just leave it? I want you to do it, but I want you to treat it like a podcast. So I'll, I'll have what like an opening. What is going on, everybody? Yeah, what is going on, everybody? I'm joined as... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tears. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> what I'll do is you, I'm sorry, joined... You just, you're, you're doing my eulogy, but you keep trying to throw it to me. <laughs> you keep gesturing towards the coffin. <laughs> just like nodding. Just like, Jeez, he's very fucking quiet today. Fuck me. He's giving me nothing. What is this? I'm, I'm getting actually nothing from him. It's like blood from a stone here, lads. This is actually terrible. <laughs> my family We're gonna download Sean pick it up <laughs> it's like I'm like slowly edging like talking outside the side of my mouth like dude d- well, come, d- on. come on <laughs> we're in front of a crowd <laughs> it's, it's our first live show <laughs> in my head it's like an autograph signing yeah. <laughs> you're wearing are here. merch <laughs> Your family just looking at like so disapprovingly, like, <laughs> this fucking dick. Like, I know he's his best friend. Did we have to invite him? Though? Why did he set up the stand in the church? He set up a booth, <laughs> and he said he didn't even have any change. So he was just taking people's twenties. <laughs> but the shirts only cost sixteen quid or something. They're all changed for your profit every time. Every time we've been swindled. Oh man! Um, so sadly, goes to present, and I don't want to say Sean because I'm not putting that into the universe, Sean. Oh, um, oh but, thanks. But thanks, also, Sean. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's win-win. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I know you. Yeah. I knew throwing that out there, you'd actually like that. That's the thing. That's the bit yeah. I've got going that's, on. That's I'm the fine, bit. by the way. Just Don't everyone, worry. he's grand. I, Happy it's Christmas. Just, it's just the bit. Happy, Happy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a wonderful life. <laughs> Right, take it that movie. Yeah, I love the first half of it's a wonderful. Oh, that movie, that first first hour of that movie, fucking, fucking unreal. savage, it's unreal. Like I'm like, that's me. Look at that. But then we got the ghost. Ironically, we now have the ghost of Christmas Present. Who's the Grim Reaper? Um, Christmas really yet great. to come is the Grim Sorry, Reaper. Christmas yet to come. Um, and you also have a really great scene in a cemetery with like all the fog. Yeah, and it's just fucking creepy. Michael Caine acting the shit out of it. Oh, I have it written down here. This is Michael Caine just going all out. Yeah. I feel like this This is either like the very first day of shooting or the very last day of shooting. Where yeah. they're just like, no, just leave it all. Like, do everything you can. Give as much as possible. Yeah. And and they go to Bob Cratchit's house and Tiny Tim isn't there. This is no. like... And his little stick is on a stool with his little hat and his little scarf. Of course it is. Tiny He's fine. He's fine. He's just he's, he's out just running somewhere. <laughs> he learned to walk again. He's in the bathroom. And it, it, it's really sad. Like it's genuinely heartbreaking yeah. Yeah. to, to and, look at. And like obviously Scrooge, he's heartbroken. We're heartbroken. Um, and then they go, they go back to the cemetery and he goes to his own grave. Um, because he's been hearing people talk about like, they're so glad that somebody's dead. And what's great is this ghost doesn't talk. So he's constantly like, who are they talking about? Yeah. Like, who are they? And then, of course, like, he knows who they're talking about, but he can't bring himself to think it's him. And until eventually the ghost just points to the grave, really fucking creepy. And he has to go over. There's a, it's just really well shot that like he wipes all the snow off it and it's his name. And that's the big reveal to be like, they're all happy that you're dead because you're yeah. a bastard. And like he knew this. Like he knew that he knew in his heart that it was him the whole yeah. time. Um, but then he's immediately like, OK, is this set in stone or can I change this? Like, By the way, just I really want to reiterate again, Michael Caine is like Oscar-worthy performance. I, like, was scene. he nominated for anything for this? Because he like, should have This been. scene alone is so good. He's like talking to probably nothing. And he's just full-on crying. He's like, does this mean it's set in stone? Can I change it? Can, can I ch-? And you're like fully involved in and, this man in a Muppet movie. And like in the in this moment where he's like, can I, like, because you think you might just be selfish, but he's also like, does Tiny Tim have to die? Like- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh man watching this you're just like Michael Caine top three actors of all time just watching this and then like, like this performance alone this, this man is set for life he can do no wrong if he does this yeah um, like that's all he needs to do uh, and like also I found out today doing research Michael Caine 89 years old wow fucking yeah. killing it isn't he he's, he's still going fair folks to he him. must just really um, like acting just, I just think he's really good at it. He's just like, he probably just has fun doing it. Just, like, also he's Sir Michael Caine, so he can kind of do whatever he wants. That's true. That's true. I wonder what his, like, next big thing will be. Probably something. In, is he an Oppenheimer? 
I'm actually about to say, is he an Oppenheimer with Christopher Nolan? I, I, he probably is. We might talk about this on movie, uh, like the next time we do a movie Mondays, because I think we're taking a break for a while. But uh, yeah. did you hear Christopher Nolan recreated an atomic <laughs> glass? <laughs> The man is like, I, don't, I don't want to pay for the CGI, so I'm just going to set off my own nuclear He's bomb. Put off 44 tons of TNT or some shit. <laughs> um, yeah, but also, um, we won't get to the DC news that came out this week, unfortunately. Right, or the Spider-Verse trailer that or came out this week. the Spider-Verse trailer, but just know it's great. Let, okay, here, here's my rough thoughts, okay? Christopher Nolan explosion. Pretty cool, the man's insane. Spider-Verse yeah. trailer looks class. DC News, sad about a lot of it, but glad that they're rebooting it. Justice for Henry Cavill. There we but go. But Henry Cavill, give him a Warhammer movie, he fucking deserves it. Fucking please. Okay. <laughs> just, he, just, he would do it in a harpy. He would, um, he, would make, he would do it for free. He would actually do it for free. He actually probably would. Yeah. <laughs> so, he, um, he, eventually Scrooge goes back to his house, and you have the great scene where he wakes up Christmas morning, and he's like, you there, boy, what day is it? What today is Christmas, sir? And he's like, I haven't missed it. It's, yeah. it's still here and you just feel and like also they shoot it now in a way that all the colours back like all yeah, the colours so much I didn't so realise brighter. how desaturated it was like around the street yeah they, until, they desaturated on purpose until yeah until Scrooge learns his lesson and he sees the joy and wonder in the world yeah and then everything is so bright and colourful and he did he like, he goes out into the street and he's like, let's buy the biggest turkey we can find, get all the food we can. He goes, he gives everyone, uh, all the rats coal, which seems bad, but they asked for coal. <laughs> so Yeah, they wanted coal. This isn't as coal as bad kind of thing. No, coal it's is, a coal as in, like, they want to fuel the fire. It's the 1800s. Coal is the best fucking thing you oh, can have. boys, that's the best present you want, lad. I mean, no impact at bucket. all on anything. <laughs> My teeth are black. <laughs> so and then you go, when so, he goes to the Cratchit's house, I admire the shit houseery that he pulls. He he does the Bob Cratchit get out here. Yeah, how dare you? You said I could have half a day's work. And I uh, also admire Miss Piggy, ready to fucking deck oh, him. <laughs> absolutely ready to go. Just like, finally, he's on my turf, and she's about to like knock him out and put her foot through his arse. Yeah. But then he's like, the only option is to give you a raise. And mm. everyone's like, what? I think he said he's going to give him a raise and pay off the mortgage on the house. Yeah, which is like pretty good Christmas present, to be honest. That's actually not bad. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. bad. I, um, I would also like a month's rent. <laughs> a month? <laughs> Why not ask for six? Different time, Connor. Different, different time. time. Probably 50 different. pence a month, that house. Yeah, probably. Um, and so they, he eventually sits down. There's a great, it's just a great scene where like he's on level terms. Tiny Tim is beside him. He's laughing and joking. Everything's just lovely. Everything, everyone's now kind and lovely. And it's just a great scene. And I just love Christmas, Sean. I just it's, think it's a heartwarming moment. Beautiful time of the year. They have a massive feast. That food looks delicious, by the way. I mean, it's um, probably all fake, but yeah, it looks Oh, yeah, delicious. it has to sit under hot studio lights for hours at a time I hope it's fake <laughs> um, that chicken is rough if it's not stinking and then they have a lovely little sing song at the end about how all the magic and love in the world yeah it's fucking great it's really good it's really good can't believe I waited 20, odd, 20 something odd years to, oh, man. to fucking I just, see it this movie is so good if you haven't seen it go watch it um, well, I don't think we're doing it justice 
But if you have seen it, you know exactly what we're talking about because it's fucking great. Yeah, because I think a lot of the enjoyment for this as well comes from the fact that you're watching it and you're like, this is really good. And then you remember it's Muppets. You have to keep reminding yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, this is Muppets. Because you genuinely just get lost in being like, oh, class, unreal, good story. Because Michael Caine like grabs you and he's like, come with me on yeah. this performance. Here we go. I, like, I just like, I think he's, as we said at the start, he is the linchpin, I think, that holds this oh, together yeah. as such a good movie. Because you're with him basically the whole time. Yeah. And, and Brian Henson kills it as the director as well. Like, yeah. really great. Um, he directed it. Jerry Jewell wrote the screenplay um, for it. So I just like also the music is by Miles Goodman, who did the music in this. He's a very so, good man. Fucking great stuff. But um, I I always find we don't have as much to talk about when the movie's fucking amazing. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's always much more like there's so much more content with the movie shit that we can kind of shit on scenes. But if every scene is great. What can we do? Well, also, it's a Muppets movie, so like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a combination of like, it's a really good movie. It's a Muppets movie. It's also a story that everyone pretty well knows. So like, there's not a whole lot of delving or exploration we can do. Mainly just singing the praises. I think yeah. is this. Like, um, I think the Turbo review is longer than this. <laughs> I think so. Um, so just, I, I wanted to finish the episode on one final quote from uh, Michael Caine uh, that he he said to Brian Henson. He said, "I will never wink. I will never do anything muppety. I am going to play Scrooge as if it is an utterly dramatic role, and there are no puppets around me." To which Brian Henson apparently replied bang on that's <laughs> yes. perfect that's what we want yes but yeah i mean i don't really have anything else to say other than go watch it if you haven't yeah. seen it please go watch it um and you know maybe watch it with the family at christmas yeah. or just in the festive season whatever you celebrate it's still a good movie still a good story yeah uh, it's a classic um, for a reason guys do, do you want to take us out Sean? yeah thanks everyone for listening to this uh, very special movie Mondays. Uh, we kind of alluded also to Patreon. Also Patreon. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, it's it's a, it's a it's a du- it's a double release. It's a, du- it's a double, double feature. It's weird to do an intro and outro to two separate shows simultaneously. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Look, we're the podcast that out. can do it. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but we are going to be taking a bit of a break over Christmas. So the way it's going to work is that. Uh, this is coming out on the 19th. We will have um, a show on Wednesday and Friday, but we're going to be off from the 26th until the new year. Um, yeah. So just to, you know, spend time with family. And, stuff and you like. know what that, that follow Wednesday is, Sean? What's that following Wednesday, Connor? Top 10 weird news stories of 2022. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Does anyone yes. want to edit that for me? Please. we got to get votes. So I'm going to start putting up stories in a big massive poll to the patrons and you all get to vote. And you get it, your vote will rank higher if you give me an exact time code of where it shows up <laughs> No, in the I'll episode, give you the time please. code. You just oh. need to pick the story. Nah, it's still too much effort, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, that'll be posted up on all of our socials and everywhere um, that we can contact you. That uh, Weird News Review will be up and that'll be something we put out then at the end of the year slash start of the next um but big thank you to all of the patrons patrons get a movie review every month as we said we put this one out as a little christmas gift for everyone but shout outs go to roisin the wife palmer joe burney ryan technically fine evanson all waffles once for christmas is for you to listen to their podcast waffles and mario talk about things david clark sean chucking in the wash and it'll be grand jameson dominic anna irish walrus forever helm danny mclaughlin 
Brown, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, Nathaniel Thistlewaite, Horatio Rowland, Bumfluff Jr. the third. Connor and Lorraine are really quite embarrassed about all this nickname shit housery and hope Sean can find it in his heart to forgive them. <laughs> You're fucking pushing it now, lads. <laughs> <laughs> oh and it continues Russ Sean 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 I honestly can't believe you only think this is happening just to annoy you that's just a happy coincidence parfait and Jackson Bruheim thanks everyone equally for the lovely support on Patreon oh that cracks me up <laughs> it's the, there's a little crew of, of, of mischief and you know I, th- I feel like I'm fueling it by having a little giggle at your expense oh absolutely you're making it worse for everyone involved <laughs> everyone being me uh, but no thanks everyone seriously for the support thanks for sticking with us for the whole year really appreciate you people that joined this year people that have been patrons for ages we genuinely couldn't do the show without you so thank you all very very much head on over to the Patreon if you want to support the show there is also the merch store heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop Twitter's at heroesforhirepod the four is the number four Facebook is Detective Development's discussion group Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast and the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist just a one please and I think that's about it Connor hope everyone has a lovely Christmas I have been Connor Lawler and God blesses everyone I've been Sean Ian. I love you Tiny Tim <laughs> bye 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 